0: On this week's episode, we have Frank Karlaszek from Nextcloud. Welcome to episode number 354 of Destination Linux, your favorite video podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Michael.
1: And I'm Jill.
0: We're also gonna cover tips, tricks, gaming, and so much more. Now let's get this show on the road towards Destination Linux.
2: In our community feedback, we have a message from Chris, and he says, Listening to 349 in my Crocs, I you. will not repent. You guys are missing out on the perfect comfort crafted beautifully perfect for the human foot. <laughs> no other soul could more perfectly attune to the needs of the foot than the legendary Croc. Thank you wow. for your f- fantastic show, and also, we will not repent.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> you need to repent, but I couldn't help but include this because it's... uh." It's funny, number one, that uh, he responded in this way and clearly is very passionate. Very passionate about the Crocs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, We actually have another community feedback, too. So don't think this is all we have. So you got to stay tuned because our tip and trick is coming from the community. But I just had to include this. But as Mm -hmm. for Chris, uh, we might be missing out. But I'm glad your feet are absolutely living their best life. Uh, one comfy <laughs> living step. Living their best life. <laughs> at, a, at a time in your plastic shoes. One comfy <laughs> step. Yeah. I mean, crock on, you fearless foot tread Like
1: <laughs> That was good, right?
0: <laughs> you know, just crock on, man.
1: What color do you like to wear of Crocs, Chris? Nobody cares. <laughs> or do you Chris. have, uh, how many pairs do you have? Nobody what cares. colors?
2: Don't write
0: back and answer that, Chris. We don't care. You got it's plastic 100%. Shoes on we're going to
2: get a response and we're going to probably get like five more. i be like, hey, this is my favorite color of Crocs.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all the email will be is just a color. It'll be like red, black, green, purple. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, well,
2: you
0: to can get everything. We're talking about
2: Crocs. <laughs> or we'll say P.S. Shoes. That's the Crocs, by the way. What if
0: Crocs becomes a sponsor? They, like, reach out to us and, like, we hear your hatred towards our shoe and we want to sponsor
2: you. That would, would be the most out? epic. No, yes, we'd sell out. Uh, what are we yes. talking about?
1: Aww. 100%. I, truth be told. Wait, okay, okay, I, sorry.
2: I reacted in a, in a way that was... Would you that
0: get, that get rid of Joybees? Uh, they sponsored us, Crocs?
2: I mean, now you're giving me a hard question, Okay. So, it, it, whether we'll sell out or not is a very easy question. <laughs> <laughs> of course we would. So, okay, I, I, I'll, I'll clarify something. I, it, I was making a joke about selling out to Crocs, okay? I was just joking. Yeah. What we, 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 so, we would never sell out yeah. unless it was a lot of money. A lot of then, money. Then, probably... <laughs> But Joybee's, the competitor to Croc, they could just give us a little money. Yeah, they could just, just be away. like, if they just give us a fist bump, and we're like, yeah, yeah we're going to sponsor you because you're apparently you rock. we are super into the Croc hate and the <laughs> Joybee love, and 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 we don't even know why.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, truthfully, I don't, I don't have your traditional Crocs, but I I do have something made by the company that I really love. I have flip flops or go aheads or sandals made by hmm. Crocs. <laughs> but they don't look like uh, the classic croc.
2: <laughs> Could you go ahead and explain the sandal? Like,
1: yes.
2: <laughs> do you do you uh, do you enjoy wearing them, Jill?
1: Yeah. I I love them. I wear them to the beach. <laughs>
2: hmm. I mean, that's a good place to wear them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Crocs sure, the beach works because it's yeah. a plastic shoe. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to work. You don't want wor- to get the sand in your actual shoe. That's a horrible yeah. experience. So right. I, I totally get the value <laughs> of Crocs there, and also going to like a pool where you don't want to get them wet or yeah. whatever. There's tons of value that in that kind of situation. It's just if you're going to a an interview for a job, maybe not Crocs.
0: No. What if Crocs <laughs> go open source and they give their patented information open source? Would we then change our minds on Crocs? You know they pet. I mean their shoe they're design. It, with be open and you
2: source,
1: can 3D print not, your own. <laughs> like,
2: they yeah. would it would be cool. I would massively respect the company for doing that. It would still yeah. be a croc, though. <laughs> It'd still be a croc. Still be a croc. And <laughs> not a Joybee, by the way. Yeah. Totally. Different. I'm not talking about joybees. It's just crocs. Right.
0: This episode is brought to you by Namecheap. Now, Namecheap is where we go to get all of our domains. And if you know anything about Michael, who's responsible for our domains, there's a lot of them. There's like a lot. And Namecheap is a fantastic place to go and get the domains you need to start your new business and start it cheaply. You can get URLs, you can do self-hosting, you can have WordPress set up for you, or you can just get the domain itself and set all that stuff up Uh, elsewhere. They have all kinds of options, whether you're a blogger, small business owner, you have big dreams on the internet. Well, Namecheap is the place to check out. So head to destinationlinux.net slash Namecheap to get started and check out all the options that you have for starting your next big business or even small business or
2: blog or whatever it is. It's all there. Whether you have a big idea or the next big business, the price is not big at Namecheap.
0: You know what people want to hear right now, Michael? They want to hear the interview from Frank from Nextcloud. They want they to see if you do. asked the hard-hitting questions that you're known for. In yes, the, the
2: hard-hitting group. questions of, Frank, do you care about Crocs or Joybees? Which is your choice? I hope you asked that question. I did what? not ask that question because we had never no, you just had ruined this conversation before. If we had before. said,
0: well, I hope you asked it, and you're like, you'll have to see, then we would have had a nice little like lead-in
2: there. I mean, what I said was, we'll Maybe. see. We'll see. Possibly. You gotta listen. Who knows? Except that I already told you it's not okay. But what well, I did ask him important questions like muffin versus cupcake. So Ooh, that's nice. a good one. I wanna I know if Frank's on my side. We'll have to find out. We'll what have to that find out. Bean footage. You can't say my line. Yes, I stole it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I'm here with Frank from Nextcloud, and we're gonna get an interview about all his history and also Nextcloud and where it's going. So, Frank, introduce yourself to our audience.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot. It's really an honor to be here, first of all. Uh, yeah, my name is Frank Karliczek. I'm doing open source forever, I think 25 years by now, um, with different things. Um, first, a lot in the KDE community where I had different roles over the years and then I founded was involved in a bunch of other projects. But um, yeah, I'm here as cause of the uh, most successful latest project I'm doing, which is Nextcloud. Um, Nextcloud is this collaboration software, some of you might know it. Um, we are an alternative to Microsoft 365. Google Workspace, um, Zoom, Slack, and so on. With the main difference that we are the only ones uh, that are uh, completely open source and self-hosted, not like the other companies I just mentioned. So we are basically a solution if you want to keep your data under control. And it's a nice big open source community and also a company um, um, who's doing that. Nice. So
2: tell a little about yourself in terms of uh, how did you get involved with Nextcloud and uh, what's your
3: role in Nextcloud? Um, well, getting involved with Nextcloud is easy So <laughs> answer. I founded it mm-hmm. um, and I'm the, well, the CEO of the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So, uh, so the, the Nextcloud, there's a lot of conversation. I have a lot of questions about Nextcloud and also a little bit about some previous projects you're involved in. And, but first, let's talk about the Nextcloud system of the, the hub switch. You first started as a file sharing syncing thing Mm. and you turned it into a hub. So what was the motivation behind uh, adding more tools to the suite? Was it just because you felt like there was more it could do or was the file syncing not
3: really what you wanted to in the start? Yeah. I think that this is something that happened not only with us but with the whole market, I could say. Mm Um, I mean, when I started uh, Nextcloud and also the uh, project before, Mm -hmm. it was at a time where Dropbox was very big and popular and then uh, Google Drive and, and OneDrive from Microsoft. But, um, and that's great, I mean, it's good to have your files on all your devices, sure. and to share it with everybody and have on your phone and versioning and so on. But um, at the end of the day, you also want to do something with the files. You mm-hmm. want to view them, you want to edit them together with other people, then of course you want to collaborate on them, chat video conferencing, then commun- share them by mail, integration to calendars, so all the things. So at the end, if you really want to collaborate over the internet with other people, then having your files is not enough. You really mm. want to have, like, all the communication collaboration tools, and that's something that is not only my idea, that's the idea of everyone, because nowadays, if you go go to the Google website, like, Google Drive is not so much advertised anymore, yeah. it's just a part of Google Workspace, which right. has all the tools. And the same is with uh, with Microsoft. OneDrive is just one tiny component of 365. Mm-hmm. And it's the same for us. So for us it was also logical that, now, how many years ago, four years, three years, I don't even know, we <laughs> <laughs> basically introduced NextLot Hub, yeah. which is this concept that it's not, it can still sync files and we still right. make it better, but it's like this whole suite with all the different tools. And lots of these tools They also existed before, um, mm-hmm. developed by our community. Mm-hmm. Did you you pull them into the? Yeah, we oh. pulled them in. Some we developed ourselves, and it was already. I mean, there was already this concept of apps. This mm-hmm. I did this from the very beginning that you can build extensions on top of it. It right. was for me logical to have this as a platform, but it, at the long time it was just files you can share and then other stuff. And we basically made everything the important pieces like first class citizens now. And this is yeah excellent hub. Yeah.
2: So uh, Nextcloud has a lot of plugins. How do you decide which plugins to pull in as a you know as part of the hub versus
3: leaving them out as a as a third party? Is it user it's is good, it user base or is it good, good question? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's an interesting a combination of opinions of our community of our users, also of customers. Then some opinions for me where I think where the where the world is going to. Mm. Um, I mean, at the end, it's still. The choice of the administrator Mm. which plugins to enable or not. It's also maybe important to say about Nextcloud Hub. Only because it's something is part of Nextcloud Hub doesn't mean that you have to use it. You can still disable it if right. you don't need everything. And in fact, we also have integrations with other tools. For example, if you don't like Nextcloud Talk for video conferencing, you can just switch it off and you enable Jitsi integration, Big Blue Button integration, Webex integration, Teams integration, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's actually quite flexible there. You always right. have the choice.
2: Yeah. I've tried Nextcloud Talk mm-hmm. and uh, some others. I didn't know all of those were possible to integrate. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the the hub. There's a lot of different apps that you can use, and by default, there's there's quite a few. But how do you decide what feature to add? Because if you look at, for example, the the file syncing is the most the most robust feature of yeah. Nextcloud because it's just been around for so long. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So how do you decide where to put the resources in for the various apps?
3: Yeah, I mean, similar to the previous question about which uh, apps to uh, mm-hmm. to activate. I guess it's a combination of what our team thinks, mm-hmm. what I think, what the customer thinks, what the users think, and also what the community does, yeah. right? Because it's not only like decided by us as a company, it's an open source project, and mm-hmm. we have thousands of contributors that do things, mm-hmm. and um, usually we accept every change, okay, maybe if the change is really stupid, then okay, <laughs> maybe not, but it rarely happens, to be honest. Sure. I mean, most of the things that people develop just goes into NextCloud and it's part of the next release. How does the licensing work with that many contributors? as many or maybe all open source projects there is a decision about uh, the license at the beginning and then if you want to contribute to this piece of software you should usually uh, match the license and this in our case is the AGPL v3 plus Oh, okay. License. So if it's if it's that, then you don't really have to worry about like a, C- a CLA or anything. Uh, no, exactly. And okay. and we don't do any contributor agreements or something. Mm-hmm. So the copyright stays with the people. Mm-hmm. So it's shared um, copyright between everybody who ever okay. did anything. Um, it's very similar to the Linux kernel, for example, right. or other big projects. Um, and yeah, the license is the is the GPL, which means. Um, I don't know if everybody knows it. It's like the GPL, but it it fixes this one aspect, which is hosting of the software. Mm-hmm. So it basically means that if you if you um, host Nextcloud and you do some changes, that you also need to open source it. Oh, okay, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, that that I
2: knew that, like the difference, but I also did, I didn't know that if, if someone else took it and hosted, they that it's another element. Yeah, that there are things that the GPL like kind of doesn't reach far enough and the AGBL does address that. It was exactly. a very important piece because yep. there was, I, I don't know how long, how long the AGBL has been around, but there was at least a few years of a problem there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but so the NextCloud, the, the tools that you have in uh, mobile, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's a little bit of a missing piece in, in some of the apps. And I'm curious, what is the like? What is the time frame that you're wanting to add more to the applications? Like for example, uh, Nextcloud on Android, I think it's still this way, uh, where it's uh, mostly the file syncing stuff. Mm-hmm. So with the hub, w- are, are you planning to integrate the hub system into the apps like that?
3: Mm-hmm. I think we're trying to do that. For example, there is, as you mentioned, the file uh, mm-hmm. file syncing share part. Then there's a separate app for Nextcloud Talk. Mm-hmm um that can do all the chatting and the video calling and you get right. a notification if someone calls you and it's actually quite a nice uh, quite nice app um, and there's also a, a third app for the notes mm-hmm. so because we have Nextcloud notes now which is a very nice note-taking um, um, application and there's a separate app for that mm-hmm. and then there are a lot more community apps i think there is something for managing your photos there's something for bookmarks um, yeah so we really try to cover everything yeah
2: I mean, there's uh, that makes me follow a question about the apps is uh, you said that there's third-party apps. How does that work with I've seen like the Nextcloud Deck app is yeah. is a third-party app. That's another one. Yeah. Um, how does how does it work with having people release apps with the name Nextcloud in it?
3: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. It's just like, it's cool? People yeah. just do it. Okay. And it's a nice, welcoming open source community and everybody can be part of it. You don't need to ask permission or something. Nice. You yeah. Just do it and then it happens. Nice.
2: So uh, when you first started Nextcloud, there was uh, a, a significant change in how you were doing things and with the latest versions of the Hub, the it's like a, a completely uh, you did the same thing, you basically changed everything again. How do you feel that the hub is progressing? Do you feel like there's uh, more apps that need to be added, or do you feel like the current things are better to uh, polish more or is it like what is the the goal like the next step
3: for next uh, next cloud from a core feature perspective. I don't have anything on the radar at the moment where I think, "Oh, well, this is a gigantic hole in the feature set and we need to mm-hmm. expand it in this direction. I mean, there are some things that could be improved. I mean, we probably need a better uh, whiteboard application. We probably mm-hmm. need a better like document signing, uh, open source application, something like okay. that. But there are already solutions from the community and that's, that's all cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the focus is really on yeah, make the core functionality that we have just better at the moment. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I'm curious about your KDE days. I'd like to know oh. some more my information. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm a little bit of a KDE fan, okay. so I'm, I'm curious. Um, blue shirt. Yeah. So KDE <laughs> blue, yeah, happens to be blue, yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what what was your position in KDE and um, like what was the project that you were focused
3: on? Oh, lots of different things. I did a lot in the artist area. There was a time where, I'm not really a good artist, (laughs) but there was a time where no one else was there. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of icons and design stuff in the old KDE three times. Mm. Um, Mm A little bit of development here and there, but I never had my own application. Um, What I did was I developed a number of community systems and websites. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember, but at some point there was KDELook.org, KDE look.org, oh, kdeapps.org, yeah. Gnome Look.org. This was all of my stuff. This is all I developed that. Because I really wanted to have a yeah, more community oriented, like people getting involved in, in open source and KDE because KDEs, okay, I mean you need to develop C basically. Yeah. But there's a little bit of artists and other things, but you really need to be like a hardcore developer, basically. Yeah. And I wanted to make this easier for everybody else. So with these websites, everybody can contribute themes and wallpapers and mm-hmm. sounds and stuff. And this was quite, quite fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, also the event management, and then later was um, elected as a vice president as the board mm-hmm. there. And um, yeah, also did a lot of, I would say strategy a bit. They discussed with other people in which direction mm-hmm. we should go. Yeah, and actually this, um, this Nextcloud thing, uh, the, the old name of, of OwnCloud, of course, mm-hmm. also came out of that. because i was really always like fighting for the linux desktop yeah and uh, this was then the time where people then started to use dropbox together with linux and gmail together with linux and everything and i was like okay so what's the benefit of having a Linux desktop if all the applications run somewhere else? You're mm-hmm. just a browser, nice yeah. <laughs> little terminal visited to the cloud somehow. Yeah. Then where's the benefit of a Linux desktop? Well, where's the freedom going? And I thought, okay, we need to have a counterpart for that in the mm-hmm. cloud. And this was the old project at the time um, with all these integrations. And actually, something a lot of people don't know. Like at the very beginning, I think in the first Half a year or year, uh, the old project, uh, old cloud, um, was actually part of KDE. Oh, really? It came out of the came out of the oh, KDE wow. community. I did
2: not know that. That's that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you
3: know, only later when we basically split it. Nice. So the. The KDE Look
2: website that you, talk, you talked about, uh, I didn't know you did all, all of those, yeah. but the, the KDE Looks website was a very critical thing when I got into KDE. Hmm. I was uh, trying to find where to get things, and it was very difficult. And then once I found that website, it was a, it made it a ton easier. So that was a very useful thing, and I'm pretty
3: sure that they converted it into the KDE store now. Is that the same yeah. system? Yeah, so at some point, I developed all these different websites for all the different Linux tools open source tools, and then I built this uh, umbrella website called Mm -hmm. OpenDesktop.org. And this was actually, also then I turned this into my first company that I founded, Mm -hmm. uh, which was half successful. (laughs) We have like like four people, five people at some point, Mm -hmm. but it was not really skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. And at the time I started like um, this other project and then this somehow got than the real one, and then I basically gave the whole open desktop thing to the to the KDE community, mm. um, and they took it over, and they're still running it. Yeah, um, and I concentrated on the on these new activities, and I think that then turned it into the KDE store now. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know if there's still code left for me, or if it completely. It looks close. very similar to the version you had. Then yeah, maybe yeah.
2: this is derived. I have no idea. Like there's there's. Maybe they have, like, they just wanted to keep the similarities, but I I feel like it still has yeah. that that yeah. feel of that. I didn't want to say just now Kate okay, the look of KDE look because that was good, but it, <laughs> there's that's no other better way to say it. Yeah. yeah, But the so the the next cloud. Let's go back to Nextcloud. When you when you start when you started the own cloud system in KDE and you, then you moved in, and then you switched to Nextcloud. Was there like a branding issue that was like why you wanted to switch
3: to the names? Well, that's a long story. Um, You you don't know the story? I know some of it. (laughs) I know some of it. OK, I I think we need a separate podcast only for that question. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so this is interesting because when I founded this, uh, OwnCloud at the time, as I said, it was part of KDE. And Mm -hmm. then it was like a hobby project of mine. And then it was growing and people contributing and, Mm -hmm. and press writing about it, people using it, which really was going up. Um, and then I thought, okay, um, there's an opportunity found a company around that to make, mm-hmm. have people doing this full time. Sure. And at the time I thought that I cannot do this alone. So I looked for um, some other two, uh, two co-founders. Um, and also um, they convinced me then that we need to find like investors for that. Mm-hmm. So we founded a company in the US based in Boston and uh, with some American investors, and the whole setup was just um, unfortunately wrong. So I did a lot of mistakes by then, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, the company didn't work. I mean, it was successful at the beginning, and then everything went down, but money was gone, and yeah, not so good. Yeah, um, investors is is like a
2: double-edged sword. Yeah,
3: and also finding the right co-founders. There are some people, who say that um, committing to a co-founder is a bigger decision than marrying someone, <laughs> <laughs> and in a way it is because there's no clear divorce process, I think, for <laughs> stuff. So it's it's really it can be it can be really tricky, and it was really 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 tricky in this case. And um, yeah, when basically. The, everything was not working. One option what would be, uh, was to just give up, do mm-hmm. something completely different. But then the core team, including me, uh, 12 people decided, okay, so the software is good, and the idea is good, and people like it, and um, we should just uh, like reboot it, basically. Mm-hmm. And then this people left and we founded like Nextcloud and together, mm-hmm. which um, just has a little bit of a different philosophy. So we have no like external investors, it's mm-hmm. fully open source, it's community run and um, with the hub concept we also are a bit more innovative and yeah. lots of other changes and I'm really happy to say that this is now working very well. That's awesome. So we are really um, fully profitable and we are growing. We are Sustainable and it's going quite well. So actually, in the moment, we're in the process of uh, hiring employee number one hundred. Oh wow! Nice. And um, yeah, so this is working quite well. And but of it's... course, to your real question of obviously, we needed to change the name. So yeah, I mean that makes it, yeah. next load is it now? Yeah.
2: So uh, I know a little bit about that, but not not the story. So yeah, the the. the, the one of the biggest things that I've noticed, like I'm a, I'm a fan of Nextcloud, there's a lot of cool stuff. The file syncing is my favorite part, just mm. because I've been using it for the longest, but the, cl- the calendar stuff is also really nice. Yep. But the the, th- the, thing I was always wondering is, there's a the free open source version of it, because that's what it is, mm. but then there's also the enterprise level of the premium options, mm-hmm. but there's not a middle tier of like someone who wants to have a personal thing or they wanna have a small business thing, but, they don't want to run it themselves. Is that something that, that is um, possible
3: for Nextcloud to put out at some point, or is there a reason for not having that? I mean, for from a feature perspective and from a software perspective, then everything that's out there for free as open source is also suitable for, for medium-sized businesses. There's not. Well, I mean, like just, for
2: someone who doesn't want to host it themselves.
3: Oh yeah, it's okay. So, but there are a lot of service providers on the internet who offer Nextcloud hosting. Okay. Yeah, uh. you, can, you can go there. I didn't know that. Is there like a list somewhere? That... Uh, I think we even have a list on our website, so yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So if you don't really want to host it yourself, which is understandable, right? not everybody wants to run like a service on the internet, um, you can just go somewhere. And there are some providers where you get like like individual accounts, like I want an account for me and friends or something, or you get a full instance, and you can also manage yourself. and oh, okay. Where you can do give accounts away for other people. Um, Yeah, that's that's possible. Okay.
2: Is there any reason why
3: Nextcloud as the company isn't doing it? Yeah. um, First of all, I think it goes a little bit against our mission Mm. because we want to really decentralize the internet. Oh, okay. The main motivation at the beginning was that I don't want to live in a world where like five companies have all the data on the planet. Yeah. So it's like I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's all about decentralization. And once we start our own service then which then would be like the official service or something, then we would be in the same business than Dropbox and Google and everybody else. Sure. And the second thing is I also believe that we need to focus as a company. Mm-hmm. And I think we are quite good with our community together building software, but running a service is a completely different thing. Oh for sure. Yeah. So we just leave it to other people. Okay. That's
2: so totally makes sense. Mm. Um, so we have a, a system on this this uh, I guess network at this point where we're just like because it's now all network wide, where we like to add when we do interviews we like to add in some questions that are kind of not necessarily silly but also not necessarily uh, oh. important. Okay, because it's just it, we just want to have like fun, a little bit of fun. What? So uh, the first one is a question related to a. R- weird ends joke on destination linux okay. and it's about cupcakes versus muffins and if you could only choose
3: one which one would you pick oh, i really don't have strong preferences in either <laughs> direction i have to say so well, maybe muffins that's good enough perfect but it's really a- uh mostly random i have to say i'm not very I'll take random oh, just happened oh, okay. 50-50 okay.
2: option, I'll take it, because Muffin muffins my choice. There's, yeah. It's an inside joke because on Destination Linux, Ryan and I have this weird debate mm-hmm. over which one is important yeah. or which one is better. Not necessarily important, but okay. we, they're both good, yeah. but which one is better, and we're so far still at 50-50, okay. but in terms of interviews here, I'm winning. So that's what that's what matters. I, I
3: expected like something like VI versus Emacs or something. Oh, th-
2: but that, that's that's some there's something like that, but that's so controversial. We don't want to put that. In. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but a different controversial one is more like a geek-related one, would be uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek.
3: Um so I like both. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't sure. want to make any enemies here. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I really grew up with uh, with Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. So specifically, uh, Next Generation. I think this was really my my thing when I was young. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm I prefer Star Trek as well.
2: Hmm. So uh, now I'm curious. Look, we're gonna. It's not necessarily Emacs versus film, but almost at that same level, uh, tabs versus
3: face. I just wanted to say <laughs> that's versus basic. That's the obvious question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So. Um, okay, the other answer is, I think that tabs are better, mm-hmm. but I'm stupid and I use spaces. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I I like to do a cheat, yeah. so it's a it's a compromise. I use tab to insert spaces.
3: Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, looks too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that way, I can just say both. I do both of them. So you pick which one for one. It doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, uh, one more uh, geek control- culture related one. Uh, Marvel versus DC.
3: To be honest, neither of it a lot. I mean, maybe I'm a bit, I don't know, not a real geek here, but there's <laughs> different I'm levels a bit, different kinds I, I, of it. I, yeah. I like a lot of things, but I never really got into superheroes. Uh, okay, you know, I, sure. I don't know. Yeah, No problem.
2: Uh, if, you want, if you could just r- randomly 50 50, pick one.
3: I think Marvel is probably doing better stuff lately, but I still don't really, Yeah. I don't know.
2: That's the same thing thing with a cupcake and muffin. It's just like whatever is the
3: first thing. Uh,
2: So if you could add any feature whatsoever, like the snap of your fingers for Nextcloud,
3: Mm -hmm. what would it be? Well, there's one fundamental problem that Nextcloud has, which is that you still need to run it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So our, and our competition doesn't have the problem, right? You can go to Microsoft, Google, whatever, Dropbox, right. and then type in your email address, register, boom, done. Okay. Next load, you need to run somewhere and update and backup. Mm-hmm. And if there would be a magic thing that this somehow goes away, <laughs> this would be great. <laughs> I agree. But uh, that's uh, <laughs> a hard one, yeah. yeah. That that's
2: that's a question that is is like if like, how could you really answer like the like perfect solution when it's not really possible yet. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for joining us for the interview. Uh, is there anything else you would like to let our audience know about Nextcloud or yourself or anything?
3: No, no, uh, just a big big thank you. And um, Nextcloud is this big welcoming community. And if you want to just give feedback or contribute or just come by and say hello, everybody's welcome.
2: Nice. Thank you all for watching and we'll see you next time from the Ubuntu Summit. Thank you. This episode of Destination Linux is sponsored by Linbit. Linbit has been keeping digital businesses running for over 20 years. They're the makers of open source products like DRBD, which is high availability software that has been part of the Linux kernel since 2010 and LinStore, industry leading open source software defined storage. LinBit has an active presence in the open source community and they collaborate with the community to help identify and build new features. LinBit provides enterprise enterprise grade software that runs on a variety of platforms and OSs without vendor lock-in. What that means is, is that you could choose the software on any platform, including specific hardware, that you want to use or just off-the-shelf hardware that you get and connect it. You get, all of this stuff can be interchanged really easily. And with DRBD and LinStore, you can have high-speed replicated block storage in almost any configuration, whether it's Kubernetes, Apache Cloud, or Open Nebula. There's even DRBD proxy for long-distance replication. LinBit is run by its founders to this day, and all of its engineers and developers are in-house with offices in Europe and North America, which allows them to have global 24-7 support to complement their enterprise offerings. Visit linbit.com to learn more about the people behind LinBit and the awesome software for block storage, duplication, and more.
1: Do you dream of getting off this planet?
2: Once again, we have
1: another, Ryan told me to say this, do you dream of getting off this planet (laughs) and becoming an interstellar space pilot with a super cool (laughs) spaceship with lasers? Well, Uh, we can't help you get, once again, get off the planet, but we can help you pretend you have with our game this week called Cosmic Carnage Prologue, and this game on Steam describes itself. I feel like that
2: that sentence opener for these kinds of games is definitely Carnage. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it is Carnage. And and, and, and even...
2: A lot of
0: people are sitting in their cars, nodding their head, like "Yeah," and then like, you know, "Yeah," every time, like,
2: every yes. single time. And that's probably true. There is probably a significant yeah. percentage, including myself. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, uh, how can how many times can you start that segment with that? Segment? Every time there's
0: a face yeah. game, literally yes. every time.
2: Yeah. It, it uh, well, works now right. for those who it's now good. it's like a, a prediction episode when people like it, when they get to gaming, they're like, "What's it going to be about?" Hot space game. <laughs> Do you,
0: you want to what? get off the planet? <laughs> we can make it a t shirt for uh, DOS Geek. Yeah. Ever dream of getting off this planet? DOS Geek on the back. There's this t shirt hey, right that's there. Perfect. In the new store.
1: Ryan, Love that's it. perfect. I like that. Love it.
2: I, I, I like the way you think. Merchandise everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <That's it>. so, <laughs> uh, so, we're not selling out, people.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the game called Cosmic Carnage Prologue on Steam describes itself like this prepare for an interstellar showdown like no other in a gripping roguelike top-down twin-stick shooter set in the vast depths of space pilot your advanced starship engaging in relentless battles against hordes of alien adversaries destroy collect upgrade die unlock and repeat
0: the dream <laughs> the dream right there
1: so actually this upgrade is very- die repeat <laughs> a great diary <laughs> unlock repeat. <laughs> so this is actually a, re- a is a really fun fast-paced game with a really cool driving soundtrack and very vibrant visuals. And I love actually the arcade game sound effects. They 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 nailed it with that. There's lots of really good uh, sound effects from a, a lot of games you will recognize oh, nice. in this game. And it's it's actually Cosmic Carnage Prologue is free on Steam, and it plays on our Linux penguins out of the box.
2: Nice. So they reuse
0: sounds in games. Is that like the movie sound where that person screams that's reused in every yes. movie? Yes.
2: That- uh, oh, yeah. 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 For those who would <laughs> like to know, that is the Wilhelm scream. Yes, yeah, and cool. also the character in the movie that it's based on is from like the '60s or something. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a character that named Wilhelm that is a cowboy who gets shot in the leg. However, it's not actually his scream. It was a previous character and another, see this is trivia related yeah. to the movies. You're welcome. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> the Wilhelm <laughs> scream is, so is named much. after a character who's not even Wilhelm. It's so fun. <laughs> the history, the history of cinema. They yeah. screamed so well. It's used for
0: movies, dozens and dozens of movies out there, big movies. I mean, I
2: mean it's also such a jokey scream because the yeah. guy just screamed so like extravagantly and yeah. then it's now become a fun a easter egg yeah. that people can try <laughs> to put it in as where anywhere they can on any kinds. There was yeah. even like one of the Pixar movies where they used the Wilhelm scream. Oh yeah,
1: they did. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, what were your impressions of Cosmic Carnage Prologue? Well, that leads me to my next <laughs> software spotlight. <laughs> and so, it's always fun to try out new tools. This week, our spotlight is, to- is a tool called Impression. Impression lets you write disk images with a simple-to-use GUI. There are many tools like this out there, but did they leave an impression? LOL
2: LOL. <laughs> I can do yeah, impressions yeah. as well. This is my meat wad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Ooh. Oh, cool. milk <speaking in the background> salt? How you milk you salt? Good good. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Can you do Frylock too?
2: I, I don't remember what it sounds like. So I so. <laughs> if I listen to it, I could probably do it, but I yeah. You're I so talented, Michael. really good at You Michael should give that to someone in your family, your impressions. And I can't give them my impression. I can do it for them, but I can't give it to them. <laughs> that's your gift for the holidays. So,
1: so this impression uh, piece of software is a tool for distro hoppers to check out and see if it's as good as the one of, of your other favorite disk image writers. There's lots of good ones out there, but this one is probably one of the easiest that, uh, to use. That's for sure. Yeah, really simple
0: GUI in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really nice. On top of the world,
2: those rules. No, Michael, stop. R- stop. R- stop. <laughs> Redo it in your normal voice. Okay, our tip of the week this week comes from Michael, not me—a different Michael. But oh. I just congratulations on what a fantastic name you have. Aww. <laughs> so. It's he says every hey hello everyone love the show been a Linux user for a little bit now and get I get lots of tips and tricks from you guys I wanted to share a trick I recently started using to learn commands tools and stuff like that there are so many commands and functions that I would feel overwhelmed learning about them I came across this uh, apropos command using which is a p r o p o s command using the dash s one quotes quotes Uh, When using that options, you will see tons of output and their definitions. This is where your anxiety (laughs) will probably start. (laughs) But if you pipe that into the shuf command, or S-H-U-F, followed by tack in space one, it will output one random command with the brief definition. The full command would be apropos dash S-1 quote, quote, pipe. It's the pipe symbol, Uh, S-H-U-F, dash in one you'll with the whole, you'll check the show notes the full command will be there and then he says i then put this in my bash rc startup so when i log into the system it will output one of those random Pretty commands cool. nice. that is a very cool way of doing it yeah. I, I like that a lot and he says that i will then take that one output and make it my mission to know everything i can about it by the end of the day if it's something i already know i will run the command until i see something new I uh, hope someone someone finds this helpful. Keep marching.
0: It's I think, a smart Michael. This so is, there is a smart Michael out there. <laughs> You're in a parallel universe, Michael,
2: that's How not a smart you? Michael. Not only am I a smart Michael, I even uh-huh. have an AI named after me. Yeah. That's Michael true. AI. So, yeah, so I mean, what else could you What else could you ask for? 60
0: lines of Python, your whole
2: brain, right 64 there. 64 kilobytes. I didn't say it was mine. It was named after a... me. It's not me. It's named after It's different.
1: You can fit it on a floppy disk.
2: Yeah. Because it's it's a, named after me. Your whole brain edge. on a floppy <laughs> disk. That's impressive, man. So, impressive. anyway. This is a thank good you, Michael, though. Th- thank you for smart. that command, Michael. I didn't know about this tactic. I mean, I know about both of those commands, but never yeah. thought about putting them together for that. That's a fantastic idea. And the the... the 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 process of basically getting one randomly at, once a day and then going learning as what as much Such as you a can smart about it. That's way of that is so good. Yeah, yeah. that is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna steal that. I'm, I'm gonna probably gonna copy this and start doing yeah. this. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Started a
2: trend here. You can never learn too much about Linux. Not Absolutely. you because you're the one,
1: always learning. The smart one.
2: <laughs> I don't know what Ryan just said, but I assume it was a troll against me, so I'm just gonna ignore it. Never. So I think this is a really good uh, idea because no matter how much skill and how much time you spend in Linux, it changes so much, and it is so depth, like massive depth with it, that you could just do this forever and probably learn something every single day.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: It's brilliant. Ryan could absolutely learn something every single... Okay, okay. Every <laughs> five minutes, he could learn something with this camera. Oh, totally.
1: yeah. It's true. Then, Michael,
0: <laughs> since you have a goldfish brain, every five minutes, the what? same command Who will be that? like it's brand new. Who said that? What? Nothing. Okay. We're back to the show. <laughs> hey, we oh, have okay, some cool.
2: exciting news to share with you. You can join us at Scale 2024. I like how we have exciting, exciting news every week, and it's the exact same news. It's still <laughs> exciting. You know what? it's exciting, exciting it's Michael? It's right around the corner, people. Right around the corner. It's even
0: closer now. It's this actually, week. yeah, it's, it's closer. much closer. March 14th through the 17th at Pasadena
2: Convention Center in Pasadena, Pasadena California. 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 <laughs> yes. This I remember come- that from the other seventeen times we've Look done. At that. You. Yeah, <laughs> growing a memory.
1: You're a real boy.
2: All right. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a little girl. Oh little.
1: and this is where you can come meet and hang out with Michael and Ryan and maybe me too. <laughs>
2: and especially Jill. Especially Jill. Yeah. Especially we know that, especially Jill. <laughs>
0: Ever dream of getting off the planet? Well, you can come join us at Scale 2024, where during March 14th through the 17th, it will feel like you've left the planet and you're surrounded by people as cool as you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Last episode you had some terrible segues. I liked that one. That was yeah. pretty good. I like how you connected nice. those yeah. things. good job also if you if you want to get off the planet go to scale you can also go visit jbl or jpl jpl (laughs) jpl jet propulsion
1: laboratory
2: because they can they 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 work with nasa and it's just they there's a really awesome tour that you can sign up for and it's just i went last year totally worth it you should definitely go especially if you want to get off this planet they will (laughs) still keep you on the planet but at least you can learn stuff about if you weren't here
0: yeah you learn about when you do get to get off the planet, how to propulse yourself out there. How to propulse propel yourself.
2: Propulse. <laughs> propel.
0: All right. A big thank you to each and every one of you for supporting <laughs> us by watching or listening to Destination Linux.
2: However, you do it, even if you're from space, we love your face. If you're an alien, we love you. We love you. Could you come here and join us. You can even be, be a guest on our show and we'll interview about your alienness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nanu, 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 nanu. That's exactly. The whole time. Yeah. Uh, join us in our Discord too aliens. Go to tuxdigital.com/discord and come chat with us earthlings about all kinds of things. Linux, movies, games, whatever is on your mind. We have a room for it there in our Discord. And if
2: you aliens would like to help make this show even better than it is, you could become a patron by going to tuxdigital.com slash membership and you can get tons of perks. I mean, Aliens, I know you've not really thought about this before because you're just now getting to the show, but I think that you're going to love all the cool perks you get. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to join us during the live stream and we'll say Nano Nano back to you and everything. (laughs) Then also, you can get unedited versions of the show if you can't make it to the live stream, but I assume Mm -hmm. since you have the technology to teleport, probably going to be able to make it but then also if you can join us after the live stream in our patron only post show that is available every week after the show and you get all of this and more by going to tuxdigital.com membership so be sure to do that alien friends and if you would like to get some awesome swag and represent If you want to go back to your home planet in your (laughs) ship and then show the awesomeness that you experienced here with this show, you can go to TuxDigital.com slash store and pick up some cool swag. We got t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, mouse pads, so much more at TuxDigital.com slash store.
1: And all you aliens out there, make sure to check out all the amazing shows here on Tux Digital. That's right. We have an entire network of shows to fill your entire week with geeky goodness. Check out this Week in Linux, or Twill. Twill is the weekly news show that keeps you up to date with what's going on in the Linux and open source world. Your weekly source of Linux news. Yes. <laughs> and everyone head to textdigital.com and subscribe to all our great shows. And don't forget to leave a rating on your favorite app so others can discover the power of open source and keep those penguins marching and the full Monty of Linux and open source awesome sauce.
0: Everybody. No matter what planet, galaxy you're from, have a great week. And remember that the journey itself is just as important as the destination. (laughs)
1: Live long and prosper.